Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am very happy to be chatting with you guys once more, as I am every single time I get to chat with you guys. For those of you that are looking to get into the world of personal styling, I have a great treat for you today. We're going to be talking about how to become a personal stylist. I'm going to give you tips on how to get started. And I'm also going to share with you a little bit about my journey and how I got into this industry as well, because this is a topic and question I get all the time. Now, if any of you want to take it a step further, if you're ready to jump into your dream career, help other women feel fantastic about themselves, then my online personal stylist training is currently open for registration. This is a pack filled program. It is 10 weeks long where you and I are going to be hanging out for 10 weeks. I have a ton of information for you on how to do wardrobe sessions, personal shopping. I'm going to go through how to look at a client's body type properly and really how to create a style for somebody that they truly love, right? So it's not just about the trends. You're not just putting someone in something because it's, you know, current for the times. You're also taking into account their personality, their lifestyle, their, their body shape, like I said, and their personal tastes as well so that you really are creating this authentic transformation for people. And the best part about this program is you also get the forms and things that I use in my current business. So I'm giving that to any of the students that sign up for the program. There's also a certificate of completion for when you are done. And if that weren't enough, I am also including a brand new module this time around where we are going to cover everything to do with virtual styling since things have very much gone online nowadays. So I'm going to be covering with all the students a brand new live training so they can ask me questions as we go. And I'm going to walk through how I personally go through my live training session. So it is going to be jam packed. You get six workbooks as well with everything. There's just so much goodness in this program. I'm very, very proud of it. And I would love to have you join the early bird registration ends at the end of this week, but the registration in general will stay open until August the 28th, 28th or 29th, whatever the Friday is. I can't remember offhand. Isn't that terrible? My brain's gone for me. I believe it's the 28th. Uh, and then the classes will begin on August 31st. So perfect for the fall season. So if any of you are interested, uh, I will leave the uh, link for that program down in the show notes for you guys to go and check out. Okay, now let's jump into the meat and potatoes of how to become a personal stylist, because this is sort of this elusive thing that I think a lot of people like the idea of, and aren't really sure actually how to facilitate or get into the industry. Not a lot of people really tend to share about their journey or where they began. So to share a little bit about my story first, and then I'm going to dive into more of the tips. I, as a backstory, was very much a uh, a woman, a teen 
that loved her socializing time. She loved shopping with her friends. I really loved, you know, getting new clothes and, you know, I'd call my girlfriends and we'd talk about the outfit possibilities for the upcoming school season or what we were going to wear to like so-and-so's house or like, I don't know, you know, (laughs) but it was this beautiful, fun thing for me. And it was especially something that I did with my mom. She and I would often have, you know, mother-daughter days and we would spend time together grabbing like a quick lunch and then we would sort of browse stores together. And it was this really special kind of bonding time. But as I was getting older and as I was coming to a close with high school, I was sort of the quote unquote lost child. I mean, really, you know, you hear about everyone, you know, having to make a decision and and you're going to go to college or you're going to go to university. And my mind was just, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like none of these things appeal to me. I don't know what schools to go for. And I mean, I had great grades. I was not a student that did poorly in school. I, you know, I was really, I really tried hard in school and really tried to show up the best that I could, but none of the future avenues appealed to me. I mean, the thought of sitting beside or behind, sorry, a desk for another four years or longer, depending on, of course, on what you go for, just was like the worst thing I could ever imagine in my mind. (laughs) It just wasn't something that appealed to me whatsoever. So I was someone that decided to take a break after high school just because I didn't want to invest money into a college or university because they're very expensive just for the sake of waiting for inspiration to hit. That just didn't feel logical to me. And I started working part-time jobs. I worked at office jobs. I worked, my dad was a chiropractor, so I worked for him for a while uh, in his office as well. I was a server for a period of time. Like I was really just trying to find my grounding. Now, finally, I decided after a period of time to go and dive into college and I was taking a fashion communications program. And one of the projects that we had in the school at the time was to research different career fields in the fashion industry. And even as I was taking this program, I was still thinking to myself like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? Like the fashion industry just seemed very big. It seemed very scary. And I loved the creativity behind it and the high it gave me to be a part of that. Uh, especially because part of the program, we were, you know, involving ourselves in the industry and getting to volunteer places, but it was all with careers that really didn't appeal to me. Like there was nothing that was making me think like, Ooh, yes, I really want to do this. Like I didn't care about being an editor. I didn't want to be a buyer. I didn't want to do editorial styling. Like all of it just seemed like it was not for me. It just was not my vibe. Anyway, so part of this uh, exercise that we had for school or this project was, like I said, we had to research careers in the fashion industry. And you guys are going to laugh, but at the time, Disney had come out with this movie that was called The Kid. And in this movie, Bruce Willis was the main character. I'm sure you guys can Google it and still find it. And he played an image consultant. And this was the first time I had ever heard of that career. I didn't even know such a thing existed. And I mean, the character overall in the film was an ass to be quite frank. So I'm really not sure if his personality appealed to me at the time, but the job itself, the fact that he was really giving people advice on their image, you know, how they were portraying themselves to the public, all this kind of stuff. I thought, wow, that's actually really, really cool. I like that. And that was what I decided was going to be my project in school at the time. 
So I looked up a local image consultant and I was, you know, interviewing her more about like what she did, how her day unfolded, you know, how she would work and interact with clients. And I just thought, wow, this is such a cool job. But at the end of the day, I kind of wiped my hands of the project. I finished it. Uh, I ended up leaving the program because I just, I, I don't know, wasn't, didn't feel like it was like fulfilling me, if you will. Uh, and I kind of wiped my hands uh, of that whole scenario and sort of forgot about the industry overall. Now, fast forward a year or two, my mom was diagnosed with cancer and you know, it rocked our whole family's world. Like our family was very close. Um, you know, we, we did a lot of things together and my mom and I were very, very close, like extremely close and it rocked my world. It really did. And at that time, you know, we were getting ready for her birthday and also Easter. And we had been told that she was going to have, you know, like a year at a max to live because she had stage four bowel cancer. And so we had a short timeline with her. You know, we were, she was told just before Christmas time. So fast forward, we were already in the March, uh, March season uh, or March months, my apologies. And, you know, she had lost a lot of weight as she was, you know, battling cancer and she really felt sick when she looked in the mirror because she had dropped so much weight and she felt like looking in the mirror, not having clothing that fit her enhanced her mindset of being sick. So it really, really triggered her to look in the mirror and, and see the representation of everything that she's been going through, uh, physically in her body. Uh, and it just made her emotionally feel worse about herself. And because of that, I decided that I was going to, you know, head to the mall with a girlfriend of mine and I was going to find an outfit for her for her birthday. That was what I wanted to gift her for her birthday. Just something that would make her feel special because she didn't have the energy to come out to the malls anymore, uh, with me. So I knew that that would be way too taxing for her. So I wanted to just go and pick something out for her myself. And granted, I had no idea what was going to fit her because she had lost so much weight. And I, you know, I wasn't a professional at this and I really didn't know, uh, like, I, I just didn't know what to get her size wise. Anyway. So what ended up happening was I found an outfit for her uh, a couple outfits actually. And I, you know, I bought them, I brought them home, uh, because I was at my parents' house while my, my, uh, my mom was sick to help look after her. And, you know, as I was kind of tucked, tucked her stuff away and prep for her birthday, I overheard her talking to my dad about how we had this upcoming Easter celebration with our extended family. And she was really stressed out about the fact that she had nothing to wear. And it really, really, again, made her feel like I'm sick. I have nothing. My body's changed. You know, she's seeing, you know, not great changes in her shape because of all the weight that she's lost and what she's been through. And at that moment, I just thought, you know what? The hell with it. And I ran upstairs and grabbed the bag that I had, I got for her with all of her clothes in it. And I gave it to her early because I thought, you know, I've had these clothes for her. Hopefully they fit. Like this is something that she could probably wear to this Easter celebration that we were doing. And oh my God, guys. Oh my God. My mom opened this bag of clothes and I mean, she appreciated clothing and had great style and fashion anyway, as I was growing up, but wow, she just lit up. Like I'm talking lit up beaming from ear to ear. And you know, if any of you have traveled with loved ones through a journey through cancer, I mean, you know, like those positive moments aren't all that often, you know, when they're really struggling. And it was just such a beautiful moment for me to really see her feel excited about something for the first time in months that she had these new clothes and she, you know, she tried them on. Luckily they fit. I was so thankful for that. 
And then when the Easter event rolled around, I mean, wow, she glowed, glowed. She'd put like makeup on for the first time. She had her hair done. Um, and then she was wearing these, this outfit that I had picked out for her and everyone kept complimenting her on how great she looked. And she's like, thanks, Christy, help me pick it out. And like, she just had an energy about her that was just magnetic. And it, for a moment for that morning, it made her feel like she wasn't that sick individual. And it was something that really, um, oh, sorry, I'm getting choked up. It was something that really just impacted me. And I, yeah, I, I knew that after watching her transformation, just from a simple outfit that made her feel good, that helped her stand taller, that helped her forget for even just a temporary moment, what was going on, uh, in her life and like all the turmoil that she had been through in the past months really was like a major deal for me. Like I couldn't believe what a transformation she had had, uh, that morning. Now, sadly she had passed, uh, a month later after that, that breakfast that we had for Easter. And, you know, it was something that I'll never forget. And because of that, I knew I wanted to replicate that feeling that I had watching her and that I saw her go through transformation wise, seeing her like up level into this beautiful, magnetic, high vibing energy because she felt fabulous about what she saw in the mirror. And I just thought, oh my God, like that, that is exactly what I want to duplicate for women everywhere. Like I, I knew that was going to be my life's work to make women see how beautiful they are in the mirror, to have them really feel the essence of their beautiful soul and recognize that when they look in the mirror, because really clothing style has such a beautiful power to help us really see that, that, that gorgeous woman that we sometimes forget about, right? Or that we push aside because our, our to-do list is too busy or that we forget about because we get focused on things that we think we should be or that we should dress a certain way or we need to, you know, get our body into that gene or it needs to be this size. You know, we kind of forget about the beauty of who we are while we focus on these things that really at the end of the day don't matter. Anyway, um, and I, I, so anyway, I knew after that moment that my life was forever changed. So after my mom had passed away, I randomly got an email from the image consultant out of the blue and don't forget, like this was years later and she was offering some training. Now for me, this felt like divine timing because it was something that I both needed for myself a bit of a distraction and self-care, if you will, because image consulting is very much uh, about, uh, you know, dealing with the person from the inside out and really recognizing who they are and helping them up level so that they're in this realm of possibilities and helping them, uh, you know, use fashion and style as a tool in your life to help get you places and to help you communicate the things that you want to communicate about the woman that you're becoming. And so I quickly signed up for this training and it completely changed my life. And like I said, it gave me the tools to create the results I wanted for women, for them to feel like their next level self, for them to experience that transformation that I keep my mom in my mind for that I had viewed so many years ago when I saw the power of style back then with her. And uh, my life has been forever changed as a result. And that is now my life's work. I want all women to feel beautiful. I want them to see how fabulous they really are right from the inside and out. And that's been my life's work. That's my story as to why I got into styling. So it's very, very personal to me. And, um, you know, it's still a bit emotional as I talk about it. Um, 
but that's, that's my life's work. And, and that's why I got into this industry. So if any of you have been the, you know, the lost soul looking for a purpose in life or, you know, feeling like you haven't found your way yet, I promise you it is coming. You know, life has this funny way of unfolding and it's divine timing. I truly believe that. And, uh, I think personal styling is just such a beautiful thing to get into, especially if you're a creative, especially if you have a heart for helping others. I really think it is a fabulous, um, yeah, a fabulous way to get into the fashion industry and also affect change with people. So having said that, uh, let's talk a little bit about from there, what I recommend and tips that help you get started, because there are a few things that I recommend that I do think are worthwhile to keep in the back of your mind. So the first and foremost is to get training. And some people may roll their eyes about this, but honestly, I, I really very, very strongly recommend this. There were things that I had learned in my training and things that I've learned over the years as I've worked with clients that I just wouldn't have known. And that I think are essential tools to help you really fully assist a client, um, and help them through a transformation the best way that you can. And, you know, I feel like getting training is just smart. It's like, you, you know, you're going to college or university, you're just enhancing like your skills and how you might be able to help someone. So why not? Right. And the thing that I tell a lot of my students when I'm training them is that what's going to separate you from the pact is your training. You know, a lot of people that get into styling, this is not to knock anybody just to be clear, but a lot of people that get into styling, you know, they have a really beautiful gift for putting together outfits, but there's a difference between putting together a cute outfit for somebody and also putting together a cute outfit for somebody, but an outfit that not only makes them look put together and modern, but also works for their lifestyle, for their body type, uh, matches their goals and their vision. Uh, it works for their personality style as well. So that, you know, the, the clothing that you're picking out actually suits that individual. You're not just telling them to wear something because there's a lot of things that, you know, I may like that someone else may not, or maybe you have a different style from your friend or a family member. And just because you want to uplevel your style doesn't mean you want to wear their clothes, right? If you admire their style, you want to make it your own, right? And I really feel like training helps you hone in on skills like that to help you decipher what's best for someone. And so how you, how you can, sorry, co-create with somebody to make something that really, really makes them shine. So training to me is like, it's a business tool. It's a non-negotiable for me in the styling industry. I think it makes all the difference in the world. So I forever say that to anyone that approaches me and asks me about styling anyway, get training, get training. It makes such a huge difference. Now, the second tip that I have with that is to be ready to work. Now I say this lightly, but I hear and see a lot of turnover in the fashion industry with personal styling, because I think a lot of people have the assumption that you just get to play with the pretty clothes and you're going to make the cute trip to the mall. And like, that's kind of it, right? You're sort of wiping your hands of your workday after that. And honey, it is not that kind of industry. <laughs> Fashion can be very competitive as I think a lot of fields can be. And uh, especially when you are getting started and you want to get your name out there, you really have to put in the work. There are very often days where even now I will work 16 hours, 18 hour days. And yes, I know that is exhausting and long, but I love my work. This is my life's work. And it doesn't mean that every single day is like that, but you can be damn sure that when I first started, I would say most of my days looked like that because I was working a full-time job and then I was side hustling 
uh, you know, in the evening, on the weekends. And I was working seven days a week for a long time. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it, right? You have to be willing to work and put the time into your side hustle if you want to make it a full-time career. And I think some people are scared of putting in the work, not necessarily that they aren't willing to be hard workers, but I think people are sometimes are so worried that they might not succeed. And that's sort of that fear that keeps them held back, if you will, right? We kind of make up these excuses and start procrastinating because we're scared of, oh my gosh, what does this, like, you know, will this actually come to fruition for me, you know? Um, So this is something I actually cover in my training. I talk to a lot of my students about uh, the business side of things, how to charge, how I structure my time. Of course, they get to ask me questions as well. Um, So I have a lot of support for them that way, but it is something that I I do not like to sugarcoat for like future personal stylists. If you're considering this industry, you have have to work. Any entrepreneur in any field will tell you that it is not a nine to five check in, check out. You definitely have more freedom in your job some days, but you have, you are the marketing person. You are the, uh, the talent, you are the admin, you are the everything. (laughs) So it is up to you to make things happen for yourself. So if you think it's a cute trip to the mall and that's it, that is not the case. Um, so if that's not something that you want to do, then I tell people not to bother getting into it because you will probably struggle with trying to get into this industry. That is the unsexy truth. But I will tell you that once you do get in and you do start to get helping people, oh my God, the reward is just amazing. Like honestly, seeing women light up, I've held women with like, helped women, sorry, with cancer and with, um, you, you know, new body transformations that they've gone with from having a new baby, or maybe they've transformed and gone through a new career transition, or maybe they're starting a new business or we've done branding shoots and all like, you know, I've done television and all these things. Like it's so, so exciting. And I'm so blessed to be a part of that, but I only got the opportunity to do that because I was willing to put in the footwork. Now, the third tip, is to come from a place of service. So really at the end of the day, everything you do has to be in service of the people that you want to help, right? And, you know, I think oftentimes with media, you know, it makes fashion, you know, very glamorous and it does have those aspects to it at times, but everything you do has to come from the place of service. Like, how am I helping people? How am I adding value to them? Uh, you know, how can I make their lives better? How can I really tap into what it is they want and then help them from there? If you always come from a place of wanting to serve, wanting to help, uh, wanting to go the extra mile for people that speaks volumes. And I know that sounds really simple, but there are a lot of people out there that do not do that. And I can't tell you how many people have hired me after working with another stylist and that's not to put them down, but it's because they didn't get the answers they were looking for, or they didn't feel like someone took the time with them appropriately. And, uh, they, they didn't feel like they got what they were looking for. Right. But when you're coming from a place of service, when you're willing to, you know, really deep dive with someone and get clear about what they want and really make sure that that comes to fruition from them. I mean, like, man, the way that you see people glow is just unbelievable. And being a catalyst for that or seeing people go through something that you were a part of or that you got to witness, that is the gift in personal styling, at least for me anyway, that really beautiful recognition when I see a woman look in the mirror and she's like, oh my God, 
I am beautiful or, oh my God, I actually do love my body or, oh my God, this light bulb moment goes off and it's all the struggle that you see that they were probably saying to themselves in the mirror about their clothing. All of that starts to melt away because they're getting more clarity on how to dress their shape or how to facilitate a style that they really love in their closet on a day-to-day basis. That is the gift and power of style. And that is a privilege to be a part of as a personal stylist. So if you always make sure that you're coming from that place, from a place from your heart, which I know you guys obviously are wonderful human beings, of course, you're going to come from that place. You are bound to succeed at some point. Now, the last tip in regards to getting started is to get your name out there. Now, this can be incredibly scary for some people. This was something that terrified me, quite frankly, when I started off in the entrepreneurial world because I wanted to be behind the camera (laughs) and I didn't really want to be seen because I just wanted to play with the clothes and have my clients be the spotlight of everything. And the fact that I had to think about marketing myself and putting myself out there and sharing the knowledge that I had and all of these things, you know, I wanted to do but I also didn't want to do, you know what I'm saying? Because then you leave yourself open for judgment. It can feel very scary. Uh, you don't know what people are going to think. Is someone going to say that you're wrong or challenge you like this? It can be very, very scary at first. Um, but it's crucial. If you are in an entrepreneurial space, if you're starting your own business, if you want to succeed, if you want clients to come to you, you have to be willing to put yourself out there. And that constant, consistent action is what will help your business grow. It is a non-negotiable. So everyone has different talents and how they want to get out there. I always tell my styling students, find a niche that feels comfortable to you. So some people like to be in front of the camera and would do like video on, maybe they're doing it on Instagram or maybe they start a YouTube channel or like, I don't know, whatever, right? They they just, they shine in front of the camera. Some people are better with talking and they'd want to start a podcast. Others may be brilliant writers. So maybe they're great with, you know, maybe they want to write an article for a local newspaper, or maybe they want to start a blog, or maybe they're just really talented with sending out newsletters and that's how they want to gain traction with their business. There is no right or wrong way. The important part is that you put yourself out there because if people don't know you exist, they can't pay you. Right. And without payment, your business can't grow. That's the, again, the unsexy truth, but that's the reality of it. So I tell people that, you know, getting your name out there and learning how to market yourself, or at least just talk about your passions is such a huge part of this business. And it really is about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And what starts to feel uncomfortable in the beginning that putting yourself out there, because let me tell you, I was freaking terrified the first time. Actually, I wasn't on YouTube first. I was doing uh, articles in a local newspaper, but I was freaking terrified to submit my article to this local newspaper all the time, thinking that this guy was going to say, oh my gosh, this article sucks (laughs) or, you know, whatever. But it always got like a warm review. He was very kind to me. And, uh, you know, I ended up getting my very first client actually from one of my newspaper articles that I had done way back in the day. And that gave me a little boost of confidence. And, you know, I still didn't have my footing. I still felt a little bit nervous, but every time I did something that made me feel uncomfortable and I didn't get the negative result that my mind was telling me because our minds can be tricky sometimes, it gave me more confidence to move forward and make the next brave step. And that's 
that's really all it is as in terms of being an entrepreneur is constantly freaking yourself out, taking the brave step action anyway, and you know, pushing yourself forward on an everyday basis. And when you're doing that from the place of service, like I mentioned before, you will be absolutely unstoppable. So if any of you want to join my personal styling program, remember the registration closes on August the 28th. I would love to have you a part of this 10 week program. It is so detailed. And like I said, I will be there with you answering your questions along the way. We're going to do two live videos plus a live Q and a at the end. So it's technically almost 11 weeks in total. Uh, it is amazing. We're going to have a great time together. I would love to have you join and I will leave the link for that in the show notes below. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.